You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in on this Friday. I'm going to take a little bit of a different angle when it comes to what happened yesterday in regards to the Laura Owens situation. We're also going to talk briefly about Rachel on Rachel Lindsay on Nick's podcast. I say briefly because I didn't listen to it. I read some things that were said in it, didn't listen to it. So I don't want to sit here and misquote or paraphrase, but um, we'll talk about it briefly. Also, Joey's Women, uh, just a little note on that. I'd have a little note on Bachelor in Paradise and then probably end uh, with some reindeer games as that finale aired last night. And we'll get to all that momentarily. So I did want to start out, yes, about the Laura Owens situation and some of the emails that I got yesterday. It's the first time I've really gotten any of these. And there were a couple, I think three total, that were like, please stop talking about it. Look, I understand you guys have your opinions. And I I get that. You're entitled to your opinion. However... You're basically telling me what I should and shouldn't talk about on my podcast. And I understand that maybe you're sick of it, but you're not understanding that, one, it's my podcast. I can talk about whatever I want. It's not always going to be appealing to you. And while I do talk about Laura Owens on this podcast, just think about how many podcasts I have not referred to her as in. I just haven't. There was a while there where I went a month and I never brought it up because nothing was going on. Like there was just dead time of nothing was happening with the Clayton case. Nothing was, she hadn't contacted me. Nothing was going on. The reason I talk about it is because something new comes up. She posted a Facebook video of six and a half minutes, which was insane. So I talked about it. So I don't just talk about it to talk about it. There's got to be a reason for me. Something happened within the case. Uh, the hearing happened. Clayton went on the offensive. Stuff like that. When stuff like that happens, I will talk about it. And it's just very easy. I understand. It's very easy for someone like yourself who's listening where you're just like, oh, I don't, I don't want to hear about this anymore. Okay, I get it. But you have to understand, this is a woman that's coming after people's livelihoods. She's literally infringing on my First Amendment rights telling me that I shouldn't be talking about this. She's trying to shut down people who are talking about a public case. It just, it's insane. So I'm going to keep talking about it. And like I've said from the very beginning, when there's, when there's stuff to talk about, I'm going to keep talking about it, not just talk about it to talk about it. What I've told you over the last couple times, even though I've talked about it um, like two days in a row now, remember I told you, I haven't heard from Laura since November 14th. That was the last email I got from her. And I responded to that twice and never heard back until yesterday. Now, I'm not going to go over what Laura sent me in her email. You know why? It's pointless. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven paragraphs she wrote me. And the bottom line of the email from her was stop talking about me. Stop talking about me. Stop talking about my pregnancy. Stop talking about my past actions. That's basically all she wanted me to do, but it took her seven paragraphs to basically say the same thing. So I don't need to read you what she wrote me. What I am going to do, though, is read you word for word what I wrote her back. 
because what did I say in yesterday's podcast? I wish Laura would contact me again because at least I know she's listening (laughs) and I'm going to, the next time she contacts me, I'm going to say, this is what you need to do. And we'll stop talking about you. It's what I've been saying for the longest time. Dave will delete every YouTube video. I'll delete every podcast. If she comes on and just does one simple thing, it's all she's got to do. So she sent me a seven paragraph email basically saying, stop talking about me. You're infringing on my rights. You're, I'm a private person. Doesn't matter what she said. So this is what I responded with. Again, Laura, I could have my lawyer rip apart this email literally sentence by sentence, but it's not worth my time. He's already laughed at the past ones you've sent me. But Laura, I've made this as easy for you as possible. Dave and I talk about this case because it's public in the Arizona courts and we can. And the reason we talk about it is because we don't believe you that you're pregnant and never have. Why? Because you haven't provided one piece of evidence that you are. Since you listen to my podcast daily, and then in parentheses, along with Dave's, which I find totally bizarre that a 30-week pregnant woman spends all day listening to podcasts about her and goes back and forth with trolls on Reddit. Don't you have doctor's appointments to attend? Don't you have anything better to do? Don't you have the health of your unborn twins, quote-unquote, to worry about more than this? I digress. End of paragraph. End of parentheses there. You've heard me say this a thousand times. Pregnancy is the easiest thing in the world to prove, especially at 30 weeks. When you were four, six, eight weeks pregnant, maybe not as hard. Now, simple. You would have had so many doctor's appointments to this point, they'd be coming out of your ears. So show us proof. Go into your patient portal and print out your most recent visit. Not hard at all. Don't want to do that? Fine. Get on a FaceTime call. No videos, no pictures, no sonograms, etc. All you have to do is show us what you've been screaming from the mountaintops for 30 weeks, and that's that you're pregnant. You should have done this weeks ago, but, well... We all know why you haven't. You prove to us you're pregnant and show proof they're Clayton's, and we're done talking about this. Dave and I stop immediately and remove all videos and podcasts about it. It is that simple. Yet something tells me here comes the Laura Owens list of excuses as to why you won't do that in three, two, one. And that was my email to her. Have not heard back. Don't really expect to hear back. Do you honestly think she's going to be back email me back and be like, oh, yeah, here you go. Like, She would have done this months ago if she could, but she can't. She's going to hem and haw and say all these reasons why she won't. If anything, she'll probably just say, if she responds, she'll probably just say, um, you know, something to the effect of, I've already proven to you guys you know, and you refuse to believe me. I don't have anything to prove to anybody. I mean, it's just... It's just a way around it where she avoids what we really want. I mean, listen to that. I mean, if you would have listened to her email, if I would have actually read it, it's seven paragraphs. And, you know, she goes through all these just (laughs) word gymnastics here. She tells all these stories. She writes all these letters. She writes all these emails. She makes all these bold statements when all she has to do is show the summary of her last doctor's visit. That's all we're asking for. The summary of one doctor's visit, your most recent one, to prove your pregnancy. Now, don't just send us a piece of paper that you, you know, crayoned in your name and, you know, <laughs> you know that you doctored. Show us a real piece of paper 
or a, a real document from your patient portal. I told you this story weeks ago. Somebody that's just a reader of mine at 20 weeks pregnant sent me her last two pregnancy visits. She didn't even have twins, and she went twice in a span of two weeks, and she sent them to me right from her portal. Didn't even black out any information. She's like, Steve, look at how easy it is. Why doesn't she just do this? And I said, look, I emailed that person. I'm like, yeah, exactly. This is all we need, but she won't do it. Why? Because she's not pregnant, so she can't pull that up in a patient portal. She doesn't have a patient portal, or else she would have given this to us. If you're Laura Owen sitting there at 30 weeks pregnant and you know that everybody has already doubted your pregnancy, wouldn't you be screaming from the mountaintops and proving to everybody that you're pregnant by doing whatever you could, showing everyone a picture of your belly, showing everybody a patient portal from your last OBGYN visit? Of course you would, but she hasn't. So I just told, you know, she sent me a seven paragraph email. Great. She says, stop talking about me, Steve. Okay. I absolutely will stop talking about you, Laura. Just prove to me you're pregnant and I will. This is, and this is just where we're going to butt heads because she's not going to prove to me. She's going to make up some excuse why she can't or she won't. And I'm going to be like, okay, well, then I'm going to continue talking about this when there's relevant news about this case. So it's just hilarious. She has to do one thing, one thing to end all of this. Prove your pregnancy. That's it. Send us a document from your last OBGYN visit. That's real and legit, <laughs> you know, that's it. And once it's, and if, if you, if we were to get that, if we were to receive that myself or Dave and we, and we were able to prove that the document you sent us was actually your visit to the doctor and it came from your patient portal, don't just send us a document and be like, see, I sent you a document and you didn't believe it. No, 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 no. It has to be proven that this is your document from your patient portal. Not hard. Like I said. I had a reader send me their own, and it was real. And I didn't even ask them for it, and I don't even know them. But it was that easy. So that's why this whole thing is hilarious, and that's why we keep talking about it. We're asking for something so simple. We're not asking Laura, hey, Laura, go complete the LSAT, and then we'll believe you. No. <laughs> Laura, go take the real, go take the realtor's exam. No. Laura, you know. Take a test on microbiology. No. Prove you're pregnant. That's it. This whole thing ends if you do that. And she won't because she can't. So we're just going to keep talking about it. And then at some point in the next couple months, something is going to happen. I don't know what, but something will. And we'll get our answers. And we're going to say, I told you so. So. I don't want to hear her telling me stop talking about me. I don't care if she tells me to stop talking about her. I will talk about her when something happens and it's relevant. Talked about her the other day because she put a Facebook post up. Talked about her two weeks ago because she wrote a Medium article. I'm allowed to talk about that. Like she just, she never, and in this email that she sent me, she never addressed anything that I said. She just throws out generic accusations, just never detailed explanations. You did this. Wait, what did I do? Send me the example. What are you talking about? Half the time in her emails, I don't know what she's even referring to because she never gives any examples, specific examples, just generic stuff. You did this, so I'm being harassed. What did I do? Show it to me. Tell it to me. Send me the clip. Everything. Just, it's all just generic. You did this. This constitutes defamation. You know, it's just like, oh, God, just stop it. You know nothing. It's a bunch of word salad in your emails. 
That's all it is. And all I ask for is one thing. And you never, you never, not only do you not give it to me, you never even address it. You just, you just gloss over it. You know, like I said, patient portal, OBJN visit, that's fine. Say, I'll get on FaceTime with you right now, Steve. Show you my belly. That'd be great. Um, let's see, what else would we take at this point? I don't know. Those are the two easiest ones, for sure. But it's not going to happen. I know it isn't. But it's now out there. She emailed me yesterday and said, stop talking about me. It took her seven paragraphs, but she said, stop talking about me. And my response was, absolutely, Laura, 100%, I will. Prove to me you're pregnant. And this is over. Now the ball's in her court. Let's see what happens. My guess? Nothing. So you've probably heard about microdosing. If not, just know that all sorts of people are microdosing to feel healthier and perform better. It gives you that just right feeling when your mind and your body are at peace. Kind of like after a workout, nice long shower. You're relaxed, you're focused, a little energized, you're in the zone. Microdosing, it certainly helps. It makes you feel, it relieves anxiety. You know, for me, the biggest thing is you don't have to take this giant dose you know, people say, oh, I use, you know, people that take gummies, you probably heard the phrase people using gummies. You're not getting high off gummies. I mean, I guess if you swallowed a whole bottle of it, which I don't recommend whatsoever, you just take a half a gummy. That's it. Half a gummy at night. It does exactly what I need it to do. Just tiny dose. Legs helps me relax at the end of the day, gets my mind at ease. So to learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com. And use promo code REALITYSTEVE to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Again, that's microdose.com, promo code REALITYSTEVE, microdose.com, promo code REALITYSTEVE for 30% off your first order. So I mentioned the open that Rachel Lindsay was on Nick's podcast yesterday, and no, I didn't listen to it. I saw Nick had uploaded it. I saw it was 90 minutes long, and I'm just like, no, I don't have time for this. Um, Dave covered it a little bit. I listened to some of the clips by watching Dave's video. If you want to check that out. Um, there wasn't really a lot in there for, there wasn't like this major T. I know a lot of people are, um, hoping Rachel spills about the franchise or whatever, but there were a lot of topics, uh, that seemed to be covered in that. They talked a lot of housewives stuff. They talked about Rachel and Brian trying to have a child right now, how Rachel and Brian are pretty much one of the only couples in this franchise that stays off of social media, which in turn leads to everyone thinking they're the next couple to get divorced. And she's like, I get it. It's because we don't post every four minutes about what's going on in our life. It just, we've chosen, this is the route we've chosen. Now you can like that and respect that, or you can be a dick about it and be like, no, post more. They don't owe you anything. So she's allowed to do whatever she wants. Um, they, like I said, housewife stuff. They talked about, uh, the fact that she doesn't work at extra anymore. Her dream job is to work at the view, but if she doesn't think that'll happen, they talked about Vanderpump rules because obviously with Nick being on special forces with Tom Sandoval, Nick is obviously siding with Tom now, not necessarily saying he's siding with Tom. He knows that Tom screwed up. He's not excusing that, but he's also anti Ariana now, which Rachel took him to task for. I did hear that part or clips of it, and you know, Nick is wrong. Of course he's gone. What a shocker that Nick is anti-Ariana now because he's boys with, uh, with Sandoval. So I, I don't expect anything less uh, of Nick going after a woman who was cheated on after nine years, and he's basically blaming her. Like, I can kind of see now why. And I'm just like, are you serious? This is the take you're going to have about Ariana after all this? I, I From what I gathered, and I don't have the exact quotes, but from what I gathered, he's basically saying – 
she kind of brought it upon herself. If it was that bad in the relationship, she should have gotten out. It's just like very easy for him to say, sitting back on his couch in a successful podcast and making good money in L.A. You know, it's very easy for him to say, like, oh, just get out of the relationship. It's like, okay, and your relationship is perfect? Think again. As for Joey's women, I don't know how many of the 32 haven't gone public yet. I haven't been keeping track of all of them. And I've only um, seen the few that I that I follow now show up on, on my feed. I haven't noticed anything out of the ordinary uh, with any of them. And like I said, I'm not sitting here going on a deep dive on all their pictures anyway. It's just not something I'm interested in doing. I know other people do that. Let them do that. It's not for me, but... With Joey's women, you know, this is the time of the year that for the next month, they are going to be posting whatever they feel like. And, you know, I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. Just there's no need to jump all over these women for anything that they do. No need whatsoever. Don't. Don't do it. Um, if you want to compliment them, great. If you want to support them, great. But there's no need to write anything negative on anybody's page. It's just, you know, I, I know me saying that is not going to stop everybody, but it's the least I can do. You know, you're never going to see me ever write on a contestant on this person's Instagram page. Although I did write on Clayton's once, like during this whole uh, case. I wrote one thing when he did one of his uh, dancing videos. You know, he may, he danced to the video. The song that he was dancing to was a certain song. It was the, um, oh. It wasn't me song by Shaggy back in the day. And I, I made a comment like, we all can hear the song you're dancing to, Savage. That was it. I think that might be the only time I've ever written on somebody's page. I just don't I just don't care to. It doesn't I'll like photos and stuff like that, but I don't need to write, you know, on their pictures and on their captions. So just keep that in mind. Keep it nice, keep it whatever. For the most part, you don't even have to write anything, you know? Just Keep it very, very simple, and there's no need uh, to do anything. And, yeah, these women are going to promote themselves for the next month, especially you'll see a lot of people, especially a lot of the night one women. You're going to see a lot of them anytime any of their friends. We, we talk about this every season. Every, anytime any one of their friends posts something about, oh, my God, girl, you slay. You're going to be on. I can't wait to watch the season. And they know that their friend only lasted one episode, but – that contestant that lasted one episode is going to repost anybody who tags her in any of their Instagram stories. So you'll see a lot of night one people or maybe even second row ceremony people with Instagram stories that are like 15 to 20, you know, stories long. And you're like, okay, <laughs> you know, trying to, to milk it for however much they can, you know, I guess in hopes of gaining some sort of audience and build a brand and whatnot, or maybe even get on paradise. Well, then we then we turn into you know the recent news that I've reported that I'm hearing there's not going to be a paradise in 2024. The other thing I heard, and this came from somebody who apparently stayed there recently, and I haven't been able to get this confirmed because I'm not calling hotels or anything like that. But somebody who stayed at Sayulita recently told me that it was bought out by a Canadian company. So apparently they have no interest in bringing. Bachelor in Paradise back to Sayulita. So if there ever is another Bachelor in Paradise, they're changing locations, which I think makes a lot of sense because you talk to any contestant who actually been down to Paradise and there's nothing Paradise about it. It's hot. It's sticky. 
It's humid. There's no air conditioning. There's crabs. There's, what are they called? Cicadias or whatever. (laughs) Uh, You know, it's just, it's not ideal conditions. If they are going to do some sort of summer show, put them in like a, you know, I, I don't know if they would go the challenge route or something like that, but you know, something like that challenge house, but on a beach, you know, you could get some sort of beach from property. I mean, I don't see why they've always gone back to that place. I know it's like their staple, just kind of how they always use the mansion. Um, maybe they just need to change up locations. And I, that's what I've heard. Like if there's ever going to be a bachelor in paradise, Sayulita's out. They're done. They got bought out. Whoever bought them out has no interest in doing it anymore. So keep that in mind. And, you know, I, I, again, I don't know. I do not know if this means Bachelor in Paradise is just done for 2024 or if the rumor is even true. Seems like it is considering they're filming Golden Bachelorette right after the Bachelorette season. Uh, Maybe they bring it back in 2025. We just do not know. We just have to wait uh, and see. And they will definitely uh, announce something. And finally, Reindeer Games last night. Six episodes of the Reindeer Games, Big Brother, in the Big Brother quote-unquote house that was basically all Christmased out. And we had a final four of Xavier, Taylor, Nicole, and Frankie. There was a a Naughty or Nice challenge. Xavier won it, which meant he was able to choose who he faced in the semis. And once he made that choice, that obviously solidified what the other semifinal matchup was going to be. And Xavier had a 30-second head start. He chooses Nicole, gets a 30-second head start, and doesn't win. Nicole beats Xavier. In the other matchup, that left Taylor and uh, Frankie, and Taylor beat Frankie. So we had a Nicole-Taylor matchup. There were three parts to the final challenge, and Nicole, trailing the whole time, ends up beating Taylor on the last challenge because she was able to put together a puzzle that was very, very reminiscent of a puzzle we've seen on Survivor before. One of those giant puzzles that looks like a, a tree or whatever, and it, she, there were 32 pieces that they had to put together, and she did it quicker than Nicole uh, than Taylor. So Nicole Franzel is your BB Reindeer Games winner, taking home $100,000. I can't say I saw that coming. I really can't. I That surprised me. I would have put her 6th or 7th at the beginning of this thing when those nine people were announced. So congratulations to her, though. I mean, she's really established herself as one of the legends of this game. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also rate and review. The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. I'll have my picks for this weekend in the NFL. Obviously, Monday is Christmas Day. I am going to have a podcast on Christmas morning. Obviously, it'll be up all day long. You can listen to it whenever you want. It's probably going to be shorter just because I don't know what's going to happen this weekend in Bachelor World. And maybe I'll just, you know, maybe, maybe I'll get a response from Laura. Maybe I'll get a, maybe I'll get a video from Laura. Or maybe I can tell you, hey, everyone, I FaceTime Laura. She's pregnant. You know, not going to happen, but man can dream, right? Um, I, yeah, it'll be shorter. Um, I, I can't imagine I'm going to have 25 minutes of stuff to talk about on Christmas Day. But who knows? You know me. I can ramble a little bit. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, Have a great holiday weekend, and I will talk to you on Monday. See you!